What up? Welcome to today's episode of the Static Podcast. So yeah, I've been doing this since Friday. I'm almost a weekend. I'm super excited about the whole thing. And I got a special guest in the building, Matt Whitener. He is a uh, St. Louis native. I'm sorry, a U-City native. Important distinction. Oh, jeez. Important distinction. Did you hear that chime went off? <laughs> anytime somebody <laughs> that says... That was me not silencing my phone. I hate that I even gave you that. Anytime somebody from anywhere says that a U-City and is a St. Louis and that chime goes off. I, I mean, is that what happens? That's just what the happens. bell rings. Yeah. It's you, like finishing cancer treatment. Your <laughs> bell rings? <laughs> it's a real thing. Well, that's the end of, <laughs> that's the, end of the line. I don't want that... I don't want that. No, nah, that's to go like off. when they finish treatment. Well, I hope it works out they, for the they best. They ring a, a bell. Yeah, that's and, like they finish their course of treatment. So well, you got. And they're not the just best. finishing the bell because they're like, we're ready. Well, if you're, you're, you're ready you're for them, come down and get yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That'd okay. be a hell of a signifier. But okay. No. That's fine. No, you're also a Mizzou grad. I am. Oh goodness, you're a Kappa too. You're just <laughs> running a gamut of. I'm all of those things. Oh yeah. my goodness. Um, you're the co-host of the scenario. I am with my other co-host, Dale Frierson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he used to be one of my co-hosts. See, look at that. I know. He's just a well-traveled. He's, yeah. See, and we've got Podcaster. a thing. And we've got a thing on the show. Mm-hmm. Daryl's on a particular tour oh. where he pops up in places, and I'm like, "How did you get there exactly?" We call it the thought tour oh. because I'm like, "How are you affording to do all this?" He's like, "I'm working." But I'm like, I don't know. How are you working, That's a pretty big budget to be eating dinner (laughs) on. You're on Instagram with lobster and all that. So for him to have traveled and have been, you've done work with him. Absolutely. I've done work with him. Yeah, I know. He's like the king of podcasts in St. Louis, if you did not know. He gets around. He's been doing this a long time, uh, the podcast game. Also, the OG hour. Tell me about that. Yeah, so that's me, Daryl, and um, Orlando Pace. Okay. So it's more or less of like a lifestyle thing. Ain't none of y'all know OGs except Orlando. Well, yeah, I know. That's why it's his hour. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So... He gets on there. He gives, um, you know, stories from the road, talks about, you know, what it's like now for mm-hmm. him in, being in the game, you know, oh, being away from it, but nice. still, you know, having one yeah. foot in the door, just, you know, things that interest him in life, you know, oh, okay. cigars, dark liquor, giving me advice on how to not stumble over myself, you know, mm, different things yeah, like that. Yeah, so. that's, that's good advice. You're also uh, going to be on the upcoming Midcoast Media and Tiny video podcast series, You, Me, and E. Tell me about that. So that's what we're calling a digital dinner party, where we're bringing in different people to Tiny Sushi Bistro in Clayton. It's a free meal. It's Sign a free meal. So we'll put you on the queue as well. Thank you. And then, uh, so, but Eric comes in and he cooks a meal for everybody that's there and it's kind of themed around whatever it is we're talking about. Okay. Day. So he had a couple of people come in on the first episode, um, mm-hmm. Don Sorensen, who's the president of Mercy Hospitals, right. East Division, and then Doug Pitt, who is is Brad Pitt's younger brother and he kind of looks like him too I he looks that. a lot like him yeah. and I was sitting right next to him and I was like I gotta remember to call him the right name right that's crazy you know, and and Orlando joined us on that one too but they talked about entrepreneurship and different ways to inspire and kind of ways different angles to take on you know nice. being your best you which kind of falls in line yeah with what you're doing here absolutely. so we definitely got to hold a spot for you absolutely because it's all in the, in the thing you also write for yard barker you I do. cover sports as well as tackling pop culture and the best in black culture regularly. I do, yeah. And uh, you can follow Matt online at Cheap Seat Fan and see his podcast with Daryl Fresh. A name that had started off when those were the only ones that I could afford. Yeah. Better conversation up there. <laughs> not everybody not looking around doing what they're doing. So it was fun. Cheap Seat Fan. So you've definitely out the cheap seats now? Or? I most definitely am. I yes. heard that. That I've was ne- a nine year ago or so name oh, that's okay. become a little bit of a brand. Okay identifier now so no, I, can, I you know I'll, I'll take that i'll accept this so since you i heard are an encyclopedia of sports knowledge i heard well okay 
every time that that happens, <laughs> so what? Up. So what ends up happening is, is that I get the I'm the go to for like trivia nights and stuff right. that oh, my cool. friends. Oh cool! Oh yeah, because they're like, you got this. He's gonna answer all the sports questions. Yeah. But here's the thing: like, mm-hmm. sports ends up being like equestrian, like horses jumping over hurdles and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know anything don't about know that? that. Like, you know, I mean, auto racing, which is vaguely defined to be a sport. Mm-hmm. Vaguely, I don't know. I had a rule growing up that there's no ball. Or something, a ball-like that's subject is not a sport. But then so that you made, don't think dance is a sport? See. Competitive that's dance, that's see, not See, that'll, that'll get me in trouble at home, where I've said before that cheerleading and dance, it's, it's sketchy. It's sketchy. It takes a lot, because I think that pole dancing can be a sport, because they said that's a lot of hard work. I have spent roughly the amount of tickets in order to see that sport, so I don't have a problem with classifying you that can, well, was you, So you can classify pole dancing as a sport, but not like dance and competitive dance. My thing about it is, is that I, it can be. I've changed a lot over the years. It's fine. It's not a sport that you're going to bring me into being a cyclist. Who's the greatest competitive dancer of all time? I have no idea. I have no clue. Next question. Like, that's how that works. (laughs) Well, I'm about to text your knowledge with the late lunch quickie. Let's see what you got. We're going to see. And you're actually not playing to win for yourself. You need to get two out of three on my trivia game. And I'm going to win something. You're actually going to win something for one of these beautiful people watching the podcast. Okay. Let me do the best that I can for you. Random, beautiful folks. Beautiful people. All right. Number one, who was the only person in NBA history to win the most valuable player, coach of the year, and executive of the year? Hmm. MVP, coach of the year, and executive of the year. I don't even know the answer. I'd have to think about how long. uh, Oh, did he? Jerry West? Hold on. (laughs) I forgot to get the answer. I I, I would. Jerry. When I think executive of the year, I think he's the only person either. It'd have to be Jerry West or Bill Russell, I think. LeBron's trying to win it, but it's not working out so well. He's, he's trying. LeBron's trying to win them all three in one year. That's you think the so? Yeah. All of them? Is it he feel, an executive with well, the Lakers? Well, it feels like it. I mean, he's the one getting everybody paid, and apparently he's was That was the one you, you went with the wrong answer. It was the I, wrong answer. I went with Jerry West. Okay. Bang. Who was it? Larry Bird. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, once a league MVP and coach of the year, he has been named the NBA's top executive. Okay. As well. All right. Well, that feels right. <laughs> the MVP is the is the easy part in there, but then when yeah. you get to coach, I was like, I mean, he put a pace. Indiana yeah. Pacers. Put the Pacers. Yeah, yeah, he did that. Good for him. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this either. What country won? <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> what country won the first World Cup? In which sport? World Cup. Well, there's World Cups and multiple things. Are we talking about soccer? Yeah, I thought it was just one thing. The first one, France. What country won the first? Because in in hockey, the World Cup would be just like city. There's right? World Cup in, in in golf too. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm talking about soccer. Okay. <laughs> France. France. I don't know. Soccer is one of those be... sports that when St. Louis gets a team, I'll start getting into it. <laughs> it's on the way. Really? Yeah. The correct answer is that is wrong. Look at this. I'm living up to my billing as a uh, maybe I'm a black. He's already lost person. for you people. So, Sorry guys. Uh, Sorry. I don't even know if we got to continue. Um, the first World Cup uh, winner was actually Uruguay. Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Held, that. held on July 30th, 1930. 93,000 spectators looked on as Uruguay defeated Argentina 42. I wouldn't have guessed Uruguay. Well, you could have given you know me. Now. You could have given me 20 of those. Yeah, I came on Stacy's show one time and she <laughs> asked I me. 
she asked me a uh, she asked me a black sport question that had a white guy as the answer, and then she gave me Uruguay of all places. Where are you going? Where are you going for vacation? I'm going to Uruguay. What'd you say about me? <laughs> like that's one of those type of things. Ah, uh, Matt Widener. That's okay. I don't. Okay. You know, I should have given you multiple choice. You don't even feel a way about it, do you? No, I'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's okay. I, I appreciate that. I'll make I, it. You're not that ridiculous. No, because you didn't call yourself the walking encyclopedia. I wouldn't other do people. that. If you ask, you know, I mean, you could probably. I'll be like, a, you know, bees pass. I right. could get an eighty on most things. Right. I understand that. So. Okay, so you do podcasting now. Yes. Tell me about you. You're from U-City. You I grew am. up in St. Louis, do we, clearly. Do we want to clear that up first? Because when I walked in initially, the U-City thing right away just elicited a reaction. So I would like to know, you know, has, you know, who, who was it? Who was it? No, this is what's funny. I know you know Topher because yes. he calls himself U-City Topher. Yes. He's one of my close friends. Good. And that's all I that's all I hear. And that's across the board. You see the people. From all of us, yeah. All of you. It's just like, it's ridiculous. It's like, really? I have to hear at least once a week his whole diatribe about how he's from U-City and how everybody from U-City is awesome. Yeah. And the only people that came, that come out of St. Louis, that end up being anything in life came from U-City. But I get a pass because I went to Rosati. Well, so I feel like the facts that you just gave off right there means that we can almost just move past this. Those because, are his facts. Well, I mean, those are your city facts, though, that he gave. Because, I mean, it's even if and even if you got to draw back, like maybe it's one degree of separation. Like if somebody did something from somewhere else, one of their parents from your city. Or like they spent some time at their cousin house in your city over the summer. And it helped is shape that what you, Is that really? You that's sound like him. Your logic is the same. Out. That's probably well, how it worked out. This is what happens when your daughter comes to work with you. <laughs> She had an early dismissal. Pop your collar. She had an early dismissal, and she was like, I'm going to work with you, and I'm going to be a part of the podcast. Say bye. Say hello and say goodbye. Do me a favor. Say hello and say goodbye. Wow. Hi. All right. She's not nearly that quiet or reserved. Hi. Okay. I'm Kylie, and I'm She just hijacked your interview. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I'm going to... Can I interview you later after I speak to him? Thank you. Take my phone. That's all you wanted anyway. Go. I have the computer. But you want the phone. I don't. Okay. Excuse you. <laughs> Chris, don't laugh at this. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Yep, go sit down, please. Do as you're asked. Why is so me? I want How's everything going? <laughs> Ooh, I'm sweating. Anyway. I'm getting married soon, so that looks I like know. a that looks like a thing that's, you know. Men I'll, don't I'll, normally I'll announce that. So no, it's congratulations. okay. It, it, it's fine. It's fine. Thank you very no, much. No, y'all yeah. literally like show up Monday morning with a ring on. It's just like, what's that? 
Oh, like you go through the whole thing without it? Yeah, no. I, it's impossible not to announce anything, though, in this day and age. We can get back to your city in a second. We, we inevitably will, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, of course. So, um, but, I mean, so it's impossible these day, this day and age because it's like 700 people found out on social media. Like, it's a different, like, we're the bridge generation between yeah. where it just never existed. Right. And then where it's going to be the only thing that exists. Exactly. So, like, for me, I still sometimes have to get used to how much exposure and how many things people can know about your life based off of it so i try not to put a whole lot of stuff out there that has real things to do with my life oh yeah i never put like my personal life out there it, it's like, it's 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 tough right because then you have too many people that like can grapevine your life yeah or the or they'll just walk up to you like they know something you just like whoop whoop well, see, whoop 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 like that's the scary thing though right because we put out on social media because it's like now i've just gotten used to being able to tell a bunch of people stuff at one time right as opposed to having to clap pigeons and get the message out <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, it's so many people know it's come up and say things as I feel like it happened like two years ago. It just what? feels that it happens two married? months. It oh. happens to the engagement happened like two months ago. Oh, that's cool. so when is the wedding? So, next year. Oh, but okay. so many like people come up and say it that I'm like, I feel like it's like I graduated from college. That was 10 years ago. Right. You know like, I mean? Congratulations. You're like, it just happened. Yeah. yeah. But, well, but you know, yeah, so but I mean, you there know. you go. So, I mean, that's the so thing. So you put your engagement on social media. Yeah. Cause it's the easiest way to tell people oh. everything. It's the easiest way to do it. Like, I don't like to do, like, frivolous things on social media. Like, I like for the stuff to, like, matter. When oh, okay. Well, that's a big deal. Because I no, didn't, though. When I got engaged, I didn't, I didn't put it on social media. Well, I was told that I should, but I was like, nah. You were instructed to do so by people who it didn't affect as much. That's what that was. That's what it was. I was like, nah, I don't think that's how you do it. They was like, put your ring on there. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, it, it's become, like, an entire thing now. There's, like, a social media reaction culture mm -hmm. where it's, like, you know, likes uh likes equate to weddings and kids and vacation pictures oh yeah that's the oh, whole yeah. thing that's what if you that's if what we're you, here for yeah if you like on vacation on a beach then you balling you live in life gold oh and pictures of food pictures of food yes definitely yeah. you have to but they have to be good pictures of food like i hate struggle plate so i'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> we've been chris here who's producing the program uh-huh we've been bringing him gradually along into black Twitter. Oh, and yes. it's been a mission. He's, he's like, been, yeah, this has been a thing. He's been searching for it. Kind of like an Indiana Jones quest or something, if you will. <laughs> like and, what and is black Twitter? I feel like the struggle play is like one of the four pillars of black Twitter. <laughs> like it's, it happens. We know it's going to happen and it can completely change who you are. If you put one up. Yeah. I'm just like, don't do that, dude. I don't want to see your paper plate with no, no vegetables, all carbs. Like, what are oh, we no doing? No vegetables, all carbs. Is the, <laughs> is the when we have these sweet potatoes like no, that it's don't just count. Like, it's that's meat not that doesn't count. And macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like all. This. And that's all that it is. So and you don't like, have children, do you? No. Yeah. Good luck. No. I yeah. know it's coming. It's yeah. going to be a thing that's going to happen soon oh. enough. So. How old are you, Kylie? Eight. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> There's a paper on the door that legit says, please come in. <laughs> in business. Is there really one? It that? does say, please come in, but we're oh, going to wow. take a break so I can deal with this. <laughs> hey, welcome back. So, no, he <laughs> Matt just said, are we keeping that whole thing? Your daughter just coming in? Absolutely. I wanted, I wanted that yes, to Yes, no, that's not going anywhere. And the reason being is, you know, me and my friend, she has um, an eco-friendly baby store in Atlanta. And she has two children. I think her son is, I think her son is 10 and her daughter is three. She's going to kill me. I think that's the ages. But 
Sometimes, you know, when she has her little one at work, she wants to grab her leg and hold on. You know what I'm saying? We just right. talk about the challenges of women and moms at work. And when we have to bring our children to work because she had an early dismissal, it's just mm -hmm. like, okay, you can just come to work with me today. Mm -hmm. It's like, until. Yeah. And then she really comes to work with then you. Then she like literally comes to work and I've right. given her every tool to not come and disrupt what I got going on in here. And she's well, just like, ah! Yeah, the hardest thing is, though, is the thing that you don't present is the thing that instantly becomes the main attraction, right? Because all she wants is a microphone and some headphones and she wants to be... She pulled up like, what's up? What are we talking about today? Well, I mean, she's paying attention to you. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Like, she's just, she's just emulating. That's yeah. fine. That's and that's all good. Fine. And I want, I want her to be able to have that experience. Right. Um, but yeah, now just while on, I'm in, just, just on her time as yeah, opposed to yours. Yeah, exactly. And this is your time, Matt, because you're my special guest today. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, so, so did you want to go back to U City now or do we want to? No, do no, no. We're stuff? still talking about okay. the engagement because I'm just intrigued. Oh, yeah, let's um, talk about it. Because like I told you, men, a lot of men, but I think that, that I don't know how old you are, but I'm thinking like mid thirties, mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. So I think that in that age group, you all are what, what me and my friends have observed is that you all have no problem um, announcing your relationships yeah. and, and being uh, completely transparent in them and um, supportive of your female counterparts. For sure. Your partners. And I think that that is really, really lovely. And I've seen the evolution of men, specifically in your age group. There was no way possible that I would have been <laughs> ready to do this until I got to this age group. Right. So, you know, it's like when you get there, celebrate surviving, right? Right, so, right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get through it and you get to that point. But, yeah, I mean, because I, I see, you know, I mean, I, I've got friends who have been married for over 10 years now. Mm -hmm. You know oh, I mean? Yeah, and it's cool. like, so you see that and you got people that still have no clear sight of what that's going to look like for them. So, I mean, you know, it, it's all sorts of different things. But, yeah, I think it's important. And I think definitely in a city like St. Louis, mm -hmm. you know, where everybody knows everybody else. This big. You know, it's like it, it's out there anyway. Yeah, you it, know, it Not is. to say you don't put it out there. Right. Anyway, I mean, don't deny what you got. Don't deny what you got. Because that's, that's rule number get, one. That's, that's how you get jammed up. That's how you get jammed up. Right. It's like, no, but I told you. What the situation was. Yeah, no. No, yeah. I've got no, no. 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 Well, congratulations to Thank you, you. And uh, best of luck to you as Thank well. You. Thank you. Um, so, I, 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 like, uh, you read the article in the mm -hmm. St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Shouts out to Kevin Johnson because that article has been getting uh, phenomenal feedback, and I really appreciated it. But I don't he, think people know how important he is to moving along culture in the city. Oh. Because the things that his bandwidth, the things that he can pay attention to, yeah. and how he can seem to be at everything. Oh, I don't even know how all he the time. does it. I don't know how. He, I'm going to tell you how he does it. He keeps a very, very tight schedule. Okay. Like, and he works on his schedule, like... Saturday and Sunday of the week before, he's firming up his next week's schedule. That's what the way he's to be. literally like, I'll have time for this, I'll do this, I'll put this on my tentative schedule. But he has like a solid schedule that he has, mm -hmm. and then he'll throw some wild cards in there from time to time. But usually he stays on his schedule, and that's it. You have to. You yeah, get overwhelmed. You get overwhelmed by yeah, time. Yeah, and I like mean, that. I've only, and I've gone to several events with him, and I've only had him slip up once, but he fusses at me because I'm late to everything because <laughs> I have a kid, and I'm like running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But I'm trying to get better, Kevin. I'm trying to get better. But um, but it was a great article, though. Thank you. So congratulations yes, to you for you. the endeavor. Yeah, and I, I've been getting, like I said, it's been amazing feedback, and it's been interesting to me because some people have not read it. Mm -hmm. They just see the headline, mm -hmm. and they're just like, "You ain't on the radio no more." 
I'm like, can you read it, please? Uh, as a writer, I yeah. get that. I mean, people get <laughs> angry at me for things, and I'd say, I know you didn't read it. I know you didn't. You couldn't have. Yeah, because I got your attention with the byline, and yeah. now you're going nuts over something that it's never fundamental, happened. fundamental, boo. Yeah. Fundamental. It really, really, really is. But um, So my, my focus with the podcast, um, I'm definitely moving into a more motivational thing because I realized that the only way that I've gotten where I am today mm -hmm. is by my thoughts. Um, because I've always met with adversity and people saying, no, you can't do that or you're going to fail. And I've always been like, no, I'm not. Like, I mean, right. it never was an option. So I always, because I always say things are fly. Um, so I just want to talk to everybody about how and when they felt like they had to activate their inner fly in order to get to the next level. So you've, you've held, you've worn many hats and you've yeah. done different things. So how sure. have you, have you done that? I think that the thing that really worked for me was just cashing in on the things that drove me individually. You know, I said uh -huh. that, you know, a lot of people get the decision when they say they've got to have a job, you know, and it's like, and it always sounds like a sacrifice when people say that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I get to have to do this in order to live life. Right. And to me, I feel like maybe that was the case 40, 50 years ago, mm -hmm. where it was kind of like you just did what you needed to do to get by, provide for your family and things like that. But mm -hmm. I think that right now is the best time, I think, in history to be able to really go after what you want for yourself. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was always about sports. It was always about being able to, you know, speak to the things that I enjoy doing. So when I graduated from college, we talked about Mizzou, it was the middle of the recession. You mm -hmm. know, even those opportunities to just go to work were fewer and far between. Right. So I started writing a blog. And it was right when the Twitter bubble was starting to move up some. Gotcha. And I just wrote about things that just interest me in sports and things like that. So it kept growing. It kept growing. It started getting more people's attention in other cities and things like that. Mm -hmm. And it started to get me opportunity to get exposure with people I probably wouldn't have met any other way. You know, so, you know, that turned into one thing, which turned into radio down the road, nice. which then turned into, um, you know, doing a position or doing an everyday drive time program on um, 590 right. here in town. And, you know, eventually, you know, for reasons you can go back and read the post and get all those reasons <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, Kev did not write that article, but it's, um, you know, but it's, you know, that came to a close. And the thing that we really talk about activating who you are, mm -hmm. all while we were doing that, me and Daryl were working on our program on the side. You okay. know, yeah. he'd been doing straight out of low cash for years. You right. know, that had been going on. That was big, has it stuff going on. But those guys were kind of all starting to go in different directions at that time. Um, Javon Bibbs was one of his co-hosts. Yeah, was moving up to New York to really get after his comedy mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it just made more sense for us both to kind of do our own thing together. So mm -hmm. that's where we created the scenario at. And Got you. what we and it just really was just about what do we really want to do, but we don't want to compromise for anybody else's terms to do it. And that's what it's all about. And now yeah. and now we've moved into the top 100 pop culture comedy podcast nice. in the country on Podbean. You I know? love so it. it. It's a work in progress, you know, as I'm yeah. sure that you can understand. But, you know, you just got to keep doing it. You have to keep doing it. And that's what I keep telling myself every day. I get I get encouragement from the universe every day and I wake up and I might start doubting myself. It's like somebody else is just like, keep going, you can do it. And right. I'm like, you're right, I got this. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for, uh, for helping me out. Well, because the thing you never know, right, is when you're doing the job, especially in the type of stuff that we do, is mm -hmm. that, you know, we're thinking about content all the time. We're thinking about who's going to be our next guest, mm -hmm. who's going to be the next way that we're going to go about putting something out. Right. But all the while, there's people that are just taking it in for their entertainment. Exactly. You know, that are following you because you bring something to their life. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's, you know, sometimes it's about stripping it back and realizing who all you're feeding with what you're putting out to. Exactly. And it's not just about what you take home and what the check is and things like that. 
that. No. Well, mind you, I don't work for free. <laughs> no. I'm past those days. No, those days of writing a blog no. 10 years ago for free are over. Exactly. No, you got a wedding to do and yeah. I got a kid to feed. Exactly. It's all kinds of stuff going on. Exactly. No, we can't do that. It's, it's actually a business, but we're working for ourselves. Right. And that, that's the most important part that people have to be. And it's just like, I also want people to know that if we can do it, you can do it too. You just have to find out what it is you're passionate about. Because I get that a lot. They're just like, yeah, but you you did this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yeah, but I believed in myself first. Mm -hmm. And I just took the leap. And I just knew that it was something that I had to do. I mean, I think it's important to pay attention to other people's journeys too. You oh, know, yeah. it's that if you don't pay attention to how other people are becoming who they are, mm -hmm. you might not realize how far along you are to actually becoming that same version for mm, yourself absolutely you know? so i'm always big on reading after other people and learning about how like the most successful people got to where they're at and you know knowing the things they had to compromise and knowing maybe some of the breaks that they got but there's no reason that if you're really passionate about something i mean in this day and age that you can't pursue it okay you can, Gary absolutely v. you know yeah, <laughs> right. are you do you pay attention to him no a little bit a I, little I see bit. that but a lot of us do like at least look at what he's saying and yeah. it's just like Okay, I appreciate that, Gary V. Let me keep going. Right. Let me keep going. I got you. I got you. So what else is uh, going on for you? What's next? Well, for me, it's always about what the next project is going to be. We're, we're looking at doing a couple of new programs, a lot of those programs that you talked about right there between, mm -hmm. you know, the You, Me, and E and between Scenario and OG Hour and those things. We got a lot more talented people that we're working with outside of that, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that one of the big things I've learned in the last year or so is, is that it's really a place that I think that minority voices need to start stepping up and really speaking our truth directly yeah because they, they don't all we don't always get the opportunity to just get them mainline like that we got to go through a few different hurdles that aren't always there and we might not have as many allies all the time in order to mm -hmm. make it happen because and i say this because the opportunities on the mainstream are fewer mm -hmm. in some regards or some of the things that we want to express we have to inherently compete with each other too exactly which so it's it, like but when we have our own platforms we can be honest and we can be candid and right. we can speak on how just like yesterday when I was speaking to Rain Bayock and she was just talking about being a black female in the food industry mm -hmm. and how challenging that has been, you know, just to be an owner operator and people not thinking that you know what you're doing. It's, yeah. I mean, she has her truth. And I'm sure it's a lot of people who can like they can they can relate to that. I, yeah, I think that everybody can in one way or the other. So, I mean, you know, all I really am looking to do right now is to work with more people who are kind of in that same area as me. You know, whether it's people that are already there, people might have went a little bit further or somebody that just needs to kind of get that fuse lit uh -huh. so that they can do it. So, you know, there's so many things, areas that I think that are uniquely need to be commented on by African-Americans in the african-american voice mm -hmm, you know so mm -hmm. like when it comes to legal talk you oh know, yeah definitely. when it comes to things like hearing like you know to the point about having more female voices that are in the areas to do things they want to do because our experience in that sphere is always going to be different than that of either the majority or another minority exactly either, you know? exactly so you know our big thing is to always be relatable and to have as many people that have a voice give them a chance to be able to use it and nice i think that with our experience and with you know with daryl's background and what he's done in podcasts and in mine and you know in mainstream radio also in podcasting and writing and things like that we can do a lot so we want to help people do that yeah giving them a voice i love it keep doing your thing then yeah, we gonna try we gonna try now we gonna do we yeah. all in this together we are out here working in mid-coast media uh shouts out to them they are you know a growing company it's a startup i, I that's what has been really reinvigorating my passion into this because mm -hmm. obviously I told somebody else I had been I told Kevin because when he asked me if I missed radio I'm like no nah, I was bored to be completely honest with you at <laughs> what else was I going and I don't mean to say this to sound cocky at 
all, but what else was I going to accomplish? I'm so glad you said that because it's a conversation I've had with people before. When I got done in everyday day-to-day radio, it's like, so what station are you going to go to now? I'm like, I don't think I want to do anything less than go to another station. Right. (laughs) You know, so I mean, I immediately started thinking about how can I build my own station? Immediately. I don't need a tower to do it. You know, I don't need to do that. That's, you know, and that was kind of the thing that all the folks here at Midcoast were kind of working on. So when we were, you know, we worked together in the radio days and things like that. So when that came together and said, hey, we're doing this, what do you think about, you know, bringing some of your platform along with us? It was like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a natural fit. Absolutely. You know? That's how I felt. I'm just like, no, dude, it's just like, Radio's I don't. a grind. It is. It's and I grind. think, and I spent 20 years in that grind. And it's just like, I think that, like I said, there was nothing that I was nationally recognized. Um, I accomplished so much. And it's not like I couldn't have accomplished more, but it was like in the grand scheme of things, when I stepped back and I looked at my career, I was like, I think it's time for something else. Mm-hmm. And I really... I always wanted to work for myself. I mean, I just kept, and I was like, do I want to own a restaurant? Maybe eventually. Do Mm -hmm. I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And I was just like, no, I want to continue to do what I've been doing. I just want a different platform. Well, I always believe that comfort can be the enemy of progress, right? Absolutely. So like if you're getting too comfortable in doing something, or if you look up and a lot of time has passed in doing it, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe even if it is working out for you the way that you want it to, maybe it's time to try it a different way. It is. It is. And that's, that's the thing you have to, you have to be okay with saying, okay, it's time for a change, but it might not. And that's another thing you have to be proactive in that change because a lot of times other people will tell you what's right for you and that's a a lot of that I kept getting that from people inside the business like oh you need to move you need to do this in another city you need to do this somewhere else and I'm just like for who for you or for me right and that's that's the thing it's just like don't tell me what's right for me when I I should know that well the thing that started to happen is that I'll be honest from the business side of it which I think is a side that a lot of people don't really get just how precise and how for lack of a better term, cutthroat the business can be sometimes yeah. in radio and mm-hmm. in media, is that if you get the opportunity to remove the middleman, by mm-hmm. all means, do it every time. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that take a lot of cuts of the pie from the product that you're solely producing. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, is that nobody else can do what you do. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can do what I do. You know, there is only one, take it to another level, there is only one Howard Stern. You know, there is only one um, uh, Charlemagne the God. You know, right. I mean, what they do is what we all do is unique to what we do, even if it's exactly. underneath the same platform. Mm-hmm. So they can't duplicate that. You know, you can always hire somebody else to do another job. But right. Nobody can duplicate your talent. Exactly. So you should get as much from that as you can for yourself. You better speak on it. And that was the thing that I just looked at right away. And, you know, you talk about the OG hour. I mean, that's one of Orlando's big things. Right. You know, people come to him and talk to him about, you know, what do you do with this contract? What would you do if you were this guy? He says, always says to me, on air, off air, get that cash if you can. <laughs> get that cash if it's there because that's not always going to be guaranteed to get there. Never. So I just said, I'm not going to have some salesperson or somebody like that that's going to be taking a piece of what I'm doing and they're not the talent that's producing it. Exactly. So that's where I got to where I was at now. I said, no, I don't need another radio station. Mm. I just want to be, be the platform and be the process, you know? Boom. Did you hear this man right here? He is speaking the truth and speaking my truth 
and that's where I am today. Well. Mm, 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 thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the church I go to. Everybody asks me, you want to know what church I go to? That's, that's school of thought right there. Get it. So where can they find you? Oh, you already gave us your social media. Yeah, you find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Cheap Seat Fan. Um, okay. You can find the Scenario Podcast on the Straight Out of Low Cash feed okay. anywhere that you want to listen. Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all of that. You I don't even us. know where all of the things are. Uh, yeah, There's somebody no. asked me, is your podcast going to be on Tidal? I was like, I don't <laughs> you know what if there's a place to get there we're trying to get there okay. you know we got the live streams that we're doing here we're doing about one once a month right now right um you'll have the you me and e program that i'll just be kind of running point on that'll be coming out you know soon and that'll be every there's month. already one episode out there it'll right be now. out it'll be out in the next two weeks okay so it'll yeah be out i think i saw somebody show me was that chris who kind of like showed me a little yeah, clip of it i yeah, was like so i want to be on there it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a really cool thing i haven't really seen a lot of things like that in this particular area yeah so. i love it because i always think that you can get the most out of people when you break bread with them yeah absolutely yeah. and it really helps to open bottles with them too at the oh same yeah time. oh yeah breaking so, bread and opening bottles does <laughs> so, help it out that helps flow the conversation we're doing all of that and more on there so it'll be it'll be something for everybody all right that. well thank you for coming by and being thank my guest today uh, absolutely it won't be the last time i really appreciate it and uh we'll be stalking your page so we can see wedding pictures come on let's get them are come you gonna in. document the the lead up to this or uh i don't know i kind of <laughs> do what i, I kind of do what i'm told you right what you're now told, yeah. you know to show up and that's I, it. I show up and i'm places okay <laughs> and I offer opinions and maybe they're followed and if yeah. they're not I'm cool with that you're too. cool with that too whatever whatever uh, mm -hmm. anyway uh, that's the episode today and like I said you know we're just gonna keep it moving and grooving if you have any uh, questions comments or anything like that make sure you send me uh, all of that in my inbox do that I haven't invited you to do that but I will invite you to do that today tomorrow I'll be on Fox 2 News uh, doing a recap of Empire tonight uh, I'll also be on STL TV's, um, which show am I doing tomorrow? You got to get that Kevin schedule. I'm I, I just <laughs> went blank. My phone is away from me because I gave all, my daughter all of my tools. Yes. <laughs> it still didn't work. Um, what show am I doing tomorrow? STL Live. I'm doing STL Live tomorrow for STL TV. <laughs> I got a long day tomorrow. And, of course, I'm back at 1 o'clock right here on my Facebook Live. So talk to you then. Bye.